welcome the bonus barrel! With me today is... Seiji. And Jeff. And I'm Rob. And we're talking about, finally, Twilight Princess. Pretty sure... Zelda we, TP. Yes, Zelda TP. <laughs> Gross. We, wanted, we were going to review Zelda before the show even started being a thing. That, so this is like in January, Seiji and I were talking about it, and we're like... So we should we should do a show and we'll talk because he had just beaten it before you even met before me. I even met you and before you were born before you, <laughs> before you were born we were discussing and considering this game so now we're finally doing it. we're getting it done I had not beat it before the show began I played it and finished it for the show so Zelda Twilight Princess released alongside the Wii in November 2006 in North America I believe it came out a month after in Japan so that made it mean I was surprised to find it it actually weird. was released over here first. Black Friday. <laughs> the Nintendo Game... Well, Thanksgiving, I should say. The Nintendo GameCube version was released December 2006 and was the last Nintendo-published GameCube game. The game was originally meant to be released on the GameCube in November 2005, but it was delayed to allow more dev time and to port it to the Wii. Other tidbits, it's the only game in the series to have a teen rating, and at the time, it was considered the best Zelda game in the entire series by major game sites. What's the uh, Metacritic it's sitting at right now in CG? 95. Still sitting pretty with a 95. User score, 9.0. Still pretty damn good. That's pretty high. So I'm going to go through... I'm going to... Spoilers for a few minutes. I'm just going to go through the story quickly. Unlike Bayonetta, actually quickly. This Zelda on the timeline, this takes place after Ocarina, which splits into three different time ru- timelines, and is under the Hero is Successful tree. This Majora's Mask takes place before Twilight Princess... And after Twilight Princess is the Four Swords Adventure. Beginning of the game, Link's village is attacked by Bulbins, and all the children are kidnapped, and Link is pulled by a shadow beast to the realm of Twilight where he's changed into a wolf. Minda shows up and frees him. She brings him to Zelda, this is in Hyrule Castle, who tells him that Xant, an enemy from the Twilight, has stolen three of the four light spirits and has taken over Hyrule. It's already a basic setup for a Zelda game. Link has to go and see the Guardian and gra- Guardians and grab fused shadows, which is like an artifact used to combat Xant. Zant? Sand. All right. Each time he enters the twilight, he is turned back into a wolf and must cleanse the area of tears of light at first. He gets the few shadows and they're attacked by Zant. Weakened, uh, Link journeys from the journeys to get the Master Sword, and at this point, Minda's dying. She's like forced into the light world. He goes and gets the Master Sword and he's returned to human form. Zelda sacrifices herself, seemingly, to save Minda and then disappears. Link and Midna journey to the Mirror of Twilight in Gerudo, Gerudo Valley, or Desert, I should say. They discover it's broken, and the sages appear, and they're creepy as fuck. Remember the sages? The weird floating face things? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're weird, man. You didn't get that far. They discover it's broken, and sages appear to tell them that Xant tried to destroy it, but could only shatter it. It's only the true ruler of the Twilight, that the Twily, Twily, can utterly, twi- utterly destroy it. They yeah. also, twi- they, what is it? The Tweedleys. Tweedleys. <laughs> they also tell them that, imposing race. that Ganondorf, uh, they also tell them that Ganondorf failed to execute, or they tried to, execute Ganondorf but failed to do so and so they sealed him as well they also tell Midna the only way to fix her curse because she's cursed into like an imp form is to defeat Ganondorf they, tr- they go through some areas and they gather the, the missing pieces for the mirror of twilight then they once that's together they go and confront Zant who's being controlled by Ganon that's how he got his power and they defeat him he's dead and then they go to Hy- Hyrule Castle, where Link sees a, a, a lifeless Zelda, and then Ganondorf actually takes over her, and he fights her. He frees her, fights his monster form. He then comes back again, and Minna seemingly sacrifices herself, and Zelda and Link work together to take Ganon down permanently. Minna lives, turns back into her human form, and yeah, yeah <laughs> and returns to the realm of Twilight and seals it forever. And that's that's end of spoilers for the game. That's it. 
So yeah, that's it was pretty. Business. It was pretty pretty fun. I really got into it. Can I just say something about the whole story? Yeah, of, we'll of, talk about not, characters. Not, and story not right just now. of Twilight, but of Zelda in general. Sure. And just just a quick little thing. Yeah, I think the fans think more about the stories than the developers. Sure, do. man. How how hotly debated has the, the it, timeline? Thing exactly. Been? Like honestly, I don't even look at these games as sequels to one another. They're I think all it's cool. They're just I like. There's it, you shouldn't. You really. Shouldn't I always do picture that. them as one gigantic timeline. That just took place over the eons. You know, that's probably the best way to do it. But the that's only, not official. That's not official. I go by canon. The I'm only, a canon man. The only obvious direct sequel is Majora's Mask to Ocarina. That's the only uh, Zelda one. 1 and Zelda 2. They're, all, they're direct sequels. Is it? Yeah, it's I the same link. I don't, I don't think I'm it is. Sure I don't think it is. Wind Waker is, a, is sort of a sequel to Ocarina. <laughs> Is it? And, well, Phantom Hourglass is a sequel to Wind Waker, and so is Spirit Tracks to Wind Waker. Yeah, see, th- there's a few... And A Link Between Worlds is a sequel to A Link to the Past. Yeah, it is, it is, because you... The, Grandpa is the quote-unquote Link from Link <laughs> um, to the Past, which is kind of a So, lots talk, of sequels. But, um, so, but, like, they shouldn't try. Like, they're trying... I think they should. I don't think they should I anymore. I want them to. They're, they're trying to make a cohesion that's just not there. Now and, it's more fun to see where's it going to be the well, timeline. Well, that's what I mean. Because like, there's three options, or... What option? <laughs> and like, it's fun to kind of look at it and to speculate about it. I love it, but there's not, there's no cohesion to them. Whatsoever. Have you watched game trailers uh, retrospective? It's like forty minutes long, and it's actually called Timeline. It's like forty minutes long about all the all this stuff. It's yeah, really I fun to watch. So, it's yeah. pretty high, high budget yeah. actually. Yeah. And they also have the retrospective series, which goes through all the Zelda games up until Skyward Sword, because that's this is like years ago when they did it. Anyways, but yeah, it's yeah. just it's just a very very so fucked you up don't timeline. like the timeline stuff. No, I like it. Sage too. Two to one. So, and also having it. Official stance. So I lose. (laughs) It it makes for better games. Like, uh, the most recent one, Skyward Sword, because it acknowledges all that lore. Yeah, they're starting to build it. Um, It's a better game. I think it's a very interesting game. And they're doing it on purpose now. I think before it wasn't. No, I agree. I agree. Up until, like, probably up until Twilight Princess, they didn't. Then they saw how much fans were, like, trying to do. I think. Maybe sometimes Nintendo very rarely listens to their fans, and they thought. Then they came up their their timeline, and I think now they're actively making it fit. They're so they're tr- going to get better now. They're, they're trying. They're definitely trying. Um, I didn't play Skyward Sword. I watched my girlfriend play it a lot, and it did seem to have an attempt at cohesion. But I liked it. Now yeah. I want to say one thing. I don't like 3D Zelda games. Oh, this guy. I don't. I don't like this Jabroni coming on the show and taking on beloved series. 2D Zelda games are so. so you don't much like Ocarina of Time. Not really. Oh man, you are like hated by the twenty listeners. It's which it, one? All, all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> all the listeners or all the ocarinas? What are you talking about? Ocarina. Um, uh, man, Ocarina is like literally considered one of the best games of all time. Yeah, I think. I just thought my favorite Zelda. I think. I think that's bogus. Personally, two D Zelda. Like bogus. Link, Link, Link to the Past is by far, in my opinion, the, the best Zelda game. I don't know what the best is. I really don't. My favorite is Link's Awakening. For the 2D. Game Boy. There you go. It is 2D. I, I'm not saying that. I like, the, I mean. I like so the 3D you're, you're ones too. You're admitting that they're no, better, no. though. You're, you're uh, saying that's better. They're all pretty comparable, I find. But I, I don't think, think so at all. I think, okay, I almost agree with you, except, and we, we're going to talk about Twilight Princess. That's the point of the yeah, show. I know, I know, I know. There are I, was, so, I wanted to say this, like because I don't like 3D it's There's so, no, this is fun. I wasn't saying, don't say it. There are so many points in Twilight Princess that felt epic to me. The bosses showing up that you can't do in the 2D ones, where they're like, it's just like a little little cutscene, but it fits. The, it it gets you pumped up, and there's no way that the 2D ones can do that. Look, unfortunately, when a cutscene helps the gameplay, yeah. you know, you need to see the the the, the cutscene because there's something that you must notice. Yeah. In it. 
it, so it's part of the of, of the game experience. That's fine. The boss and intros are amazing for that. The boss intros in the 3D Zelda games are stimped for me. Okay, one of my favorite things in games is fighting bosses and monsters. I love monsters. I agree. And just Completely. seeing the way, and I, and we'll talk about the, the specific bosses in a few minutes. But just seeing the way they're introduced, I, get, I remember getting so excited. And as much as I love, and I kind of prefer the 2D ones in general. But that, I'll never get that emotion from those games. You know, I see what you mean because, especially with like the quick little cinematics that they lead up to the oh, bosses, I love them. it it engages you a little bit more I than find, yeah. when you just walk into the room and the boss is there. And if their name comes up, which is still cool, but in this one, it's like it's just this building momentum, and it's like 10, 20 seconds, and that's all you need. And you know, all the three D Zelda games do a fine job of that. I just think you know that that doesn't make the game. Let's disclaimer anymore. real quick: there, uh, there's no bad mainline Zelda. Like, they're all objectively good games. There's nothing mm-hmm. bad about them, other than the yeah. amazing CDI games, you, which are the best. You, <laughs> you know, you're right when it comes to that. Cause, they're not, there's no cause, bad one. Because all I do is, you know, to me, I compare the 2D Zelda games to other 2D Zelda games, and then other 3D Zelda games to other 3D Zelda games. Well, it's kind of like Mario 3D games. It's the only way I can do it. Mario 2D because games. Because to me, the 2D Zelda games are, are always better. That, that's the way I think. That's, that's, your, that's, that's, that's my opinion. That's fine, and, and I don't even think that that's a bad opinion because you like the 2D aesthetic more and that's cool. So all the 2D Zeldas for you are better than all the 3D. Correct, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I have something to say about that. From the 2D Zeldas, to me, the best one is A Link Between Worlds. That's well, a great Zelda game. There's no arguing that that, it's like Link to the Past on steroids. The gameplay is, is amazing. It's so much In that fun. game. So yeah. I would, I'd say I like that more. I agree. The way, the way Link Between Worlds awards you stuff, you know, you pretty much can buy all your weapons whenever order you want. And then instead of earning them through dungeons, you're getting souped up versions of, of things like your armor and your shield and stuff like you're that. You're really able to tackle that game in any order yeah, you want. Yeah, and, and it's perfect. I agree. That, and that's... I just love the way you use that. I thought, when I saw the portrayal, I thought that the hieroglyph shit looked like bullshit. I don't like that aesthetic very much. I agree. But I but loved I it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I was into it. I, the aesthetic so, of, of what? Of the hieroglyph. When you look. jump into the walls? Yeah. And... Oh, well, I didn't like okay. that look, but uh, I grew up meat and I love the, the game. Is, Yo, it's, it's great. great. I think it has one of the best gameplay of all Zelda No, I agree. That's probably my favorite Zelda game. Yeah, and the upgrades to the the weapons yeah so much fun. it's a great game and there's just so many features that made it fun so but when i love gonna... both of them you're kind of right i almost kind of compare the 2d zelda a little bit separately than the you, 3D. you kind of have they to. feel like different games even though they also feel like they belong with each other they they they're different and they're not yeah now if anything a zelda game as you said objectively each one of them is pretty good yeah for sure but uh to really appreciate a a zelda game or, or to rate it Properly, you have to compare it to all the others. Yeah, I mean. sure, absolutely. So, all right, and that's why I have so many problems with TP, which we'll get, <laughs> which we'll get, we'll get to. So we went off on a tangent, but that's bonus barrel style. Since we're just we were still talking about the story, let's just talk about some of the characters in this game. Roll like a barrel. Roll like a barrel. Like a barrel. That could be our new catchphrase. <laughs> so hashtag Midna. <laughs> Midna's the obvious choice, a fan favorite. I loved her too. So much better than Navi and Oh Tal my god, Navi was terrible. Like, like this was better I mean. than Fee, although I didn't, was her name Fee? Yeah, Five. Fee, Fee, Fee and probably Fee. But yeah. I um, like, I liked her, but I like Net, uh, Midna way more. Midna's the best companion character okay. to the 3D Zelda games. First problem. First problem. What? What's, what's the stupid what's fairy this? going on? In, in, yeah, in, I hated that. Game. There's it's no the cursor. Oh, just yeah, the, the cursor. cursor the fairy. Stupid. Uh, yeah, it is very stupid. We'll get to the gameplay. Annoying. It is stupid because it doesn't make any sense. We'll come back to that. That's, Whatsoever. That's dumb. Yeah, so, all the games. So, <laughs> so Minna was a great companion. I didn't even think of her as a companion character. I just thought of her as Minna, but you're right. She is the game's companion character because they tend to be around all the time. 
Way better than Navi, better than Fee. Although Fee was still pretty Fee, cool. Fee was at least better than Tattle. She was cool and, and had character. But she was no Which one's Tattle? From Majora's Mask. Yeah. Oh, was that a fairy too? Yeah. 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 Fuck the fairies, man. Yeah, I agree, I agree. <laughs> I don't like any of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, what I find funny about the fairies is how you capture them in bottles and use oh. them to heal you, but the, your companion fairy will never fucking heal you. Lore-wise, I hate that. Yeah, I know, actually, I know. when I'm playing the game... It's a tinge of guilt. Why am I capturing <laughs> these poor fairies? And then they sacrifice themselves to save me. The fairies in Wind Waker? Cutest ones. Yeah, but I don't... But I'm still enslaved and put in a bottle. Like, it's cruel. They're yeah, sentient but, but, beings. Okay, but in, in Wind Waker, they're happy. <laughs> they're happy to be you, the bottles? You see you see the, the, the fairy being rendered inside the bottle, and she's like, Hey, I'm here. No, I don't like it. I, I'm happy to be really in the bottle. See, see, the fairies understand Link's the hero of time, and they realize that keeping Link alive is more important if than their freedom. If they just stayed with you and disappeared... wins. In win win. The hero of whatever is it convenient. What the hero of the plot. He uh, <laughs> he uh, if the fairies would just kinda of disappear into him like Navi and stuff, and he, they were just there and you didn't catch him in the bottle, no problems with the happen. Hero the of Twilight. I think in Is that Twilight. what he's called? I don't Maybe. Know. I think he's in generally the hero of time. Though. I think that's mm-hmm. the well that's become because of Ocarina. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. We all have talked about this before. My favorite character, yeah. Mallow. So who's Mallow? Who is he? Is the ugly little baby? <laughs> okay, all the kids, all the characters are ugly. No, no, no so he's ugly. <laughs> ugly. The yes, other section like... in this game. Ugh. We'll get to the. We'll get to the. We have a section for that. We'll get yeah. to the. We'll, we'll, we'll air our grievances then, because I, I, not all love for Twilight, although I do love it. The okay. baby kid is ugly. Baby kid is it's particularly ugly. ugly. You can't. It has this like skirt thing on. It's bald except for a top knot. It has two little dots for eyebrows. It has a very it's adult face. face. A very adult looking he face. He has adult, an adult baby face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talks like an old man. He's a swindler. He opens a store. He, I think he's like an extortionist. It seems that I way. love that character. Every time I looked at him, I just started laughing. Like, I could not see that. Like, I want to play this game as this kid, going around just extorting people and running my <laughs> shop. I, fam, that's my fan favorite. I thought that that little fucker was hilarious. He was great. I don't care. There's one wanker kid who became, like, a little bit of a hero. I hated that guy. I forgot his little, little set, yeah. It's like, the blonde bucket cut know. hair. Yeah, a little sad, downturned yeah. eyes. I hated him. He's a little bitch. A lot the kids the kids were annoying. I didn't like them. Um I didn't mind the one that had a crush on Link, the oldest oldest one. Yeah. <laughs> She's in a coma for most of the game, so she didn't annoy me in any way. And then she has a uh amnesia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She yeah, did. most of the kids were annoying. The adults at the as a town were pretty bland. They're just yeah, they're Zelda didn't have much character in this no, game. No, no, no. She's really. gone for most of the yeah. game, so that kinda sucks for if you're a Zelda fan. She's like even more one dimensional than other Zeldas. Yeah. So Opona looks great. Yeah. Yeah, and the Nothing looks great. <laughs> Come on, let's, let's, let's separate think, graphics think, from style. I think Link riding Epona... Looks, Link looks cool. Link, I, Link that was his default design for years until so. Skyward. Now it's his default design. But but Link, I think... We'll get to the graphics in, in style, but we'll, we'll come back to that. So, uh, Zant. He was a cool character. I liked him. He was oh, creepy. Uh, yeah, until he's revealed to be just a... puppet? A, yeah. Yeah, but he's, a cool, so he's a cool villain through the game. I like his shark teeth and... And he's yeah. he, you don't until you until you know more about him. He's so really mysterious. Fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes from being this this almighty character into this to whiny, a puppet of of Ganon, who's who Ganon Weak. is again is one dimensional as Zelda because you don't see him until the end. He's but he's still yeah, cool though. Of seeing course, yeah. seeing him sealed in that stone, that little cutscene to Sages, that was pretty cool. Yeah, but he's not well developed. No, he's not. He's not well developed. 
I think Zant was cool for the most part. The Twilight enemies in general, like those ones you had to kill, like all three or four at the same time. Oh, they were cool. And they, the way they, they, the drop way down. they drop down. And just the way they appeared yeah. with like the crazy dreadlocks. Yeah, the, the enemy design in this game. Cases, they were very, very cool. Yeah, they were cool. Uh, I hate that sad hobo clown who has the cannon. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the listeners that I don't have all the names off the top of my head. <laughs> sad hobo oh, clown. Oh my god, he's so gross and I hate him and he's creepy. Oh, he's the guy in Lake Oh, I know exactly Lake what Hylia, you're talking about. Yeah. Pump, you yeah. Back up. Uh, mm, to go to the part of the world, you have to be fired there. That's, yeah, that's that was uh, one. So I don't have. I mean, I have a game design, a gameplay section, but I didn't like that. Going back and forth to like Hylia was a pain in the ass. That the, I'm with you until you can teleport. Once you teleport, that shit's salt because you're just teleporting. It's no big deal. So we'll come back to that. So as far as the characters go, I think we covered all the major ones. Like every Zelda, there's a bunch. Oh, oh the uh, Rebel, the Rebel Alliance, as I'm calling oh, them yeah. right now, <laughs> Rebel Alliance. and the Zoras. So the Rebel Alliance, led by I like the main character. I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Tella, Talia, Talon, whatever. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, the Bazingas. She, she was cool. I liked her. You didn't not like her? I guess she was okay. So the rest of the group are pretty bland. Impa was in the game. She was an old lady, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is that's. Who was the old lady at the uh, that's, village? That's Skyward Sword. No, no. You go into... Um, you have to go free um, the village. That's the hidden village. And you have this really awesome like western stand-down area. And in the end, you get to this old lady. I'm pretty sure it's Impa. Do you not remember? The shaman? She's not really... She's the one that cures... Yeah, that's oh, her. Yeah, yeah. Impaz. Yeah, She's the one that helps true. cure. Impaz. Right? So that was a different take on Impa. That's like the original take on Impa, where she was an old hag from yeah, the original one. So true. she was in it. Clearly not very memorable. He's a cat lady. Yeah, she was a cat lady. The Zora, there was that little Zora princeling. He was annoying. Uh, Get over yourself. Your mom died. Whatever. <laughs> and, Grow up. <laughs> and so that's pretty much, oh, the Yetis were pretty cool. I like those guys. Yeah, those are cool. they were they were funny. I like that. So there's lots of like little charming small characters, but no no really in depth characters. And, and Link is Link, you know, standard Link. He had emotion, so it was cool. He never talks, but he's yeah, exactly. You're Link. Yeah, I'm not Link. I think I think it was funny. There was a couple times where it's just like Link. I need you with the Zora dead mom, and she was just like Link. I need you to tell my son this, and I'm just thinking to myself, he's, myself. He's never gonna. Yeah, go, he's never gonna look, tell him because Link doesn't talk. Link talks. Okay. No, well, he doesn't. People cut this. him off. He never talks. Yeah, he's he in their world. I feel like he talks because he's not Lassie. They don't just look at him and, and get this information. <laughs> Maybe they, they do. just don't. Sh- no, I I can't I can't accept it. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the best part of the game. Was the dungeons for me? I mean, that's the that's the main yes. part of every Zelda game. So, but in this in particular, was great. So I'm going to go great. through them. We're going to talk about the dungeons. Everything in the middle is awful. First dungeon is Forest Temple. I wrote notes down while playing. So these are notes that I this this is Rob while playing Twilight Princess mm-hmm. notes versus what we're going to talk about now. So it takes so long to get to the first dungeon. It does. Ugh. So it's a nice. It does take a while to get to, but let's just talk about the dungeons. So it's a nice, yeah. simple, but I found entertaining first dungeon. The monkey family you're helping, I thought was a fun touch. The, the mini boss has some connections to the the family of monkeys, so he's not just a random monster. He was actually like the bully group or whatever of of the other monkeys. Mm-hmm. You get the Gale boomerang, which I thought was really fun to move the bridges around and, and find the pots and the ceilings. It introduces that yeah, it introduces that annoying monster that hides under the panel, so you can't hurt it first. The like centipede. Things. Yeah, I fucking hate that. But then you get the Gale boomerang, and like you get a little bit of revenge in that same dungeon. So I felt that was really nice. But that's pretty standard in any Zelda. Yeah, I know. But I, I mean, just talking about this game is I, I I liked that I could take him down that dungeon, uh, and the first boss monster feels as epic as all the rest in terms of scale and presentation. 
It's not just like a little boss. He's just this gigantic. It's called Diababa, and he's like this gigantic Deku. Shrub, not Deku shrub. The you know the shrub monsters. The the, the I can't think of the name because I'm an idiot. But you know that's the standard vine monsters that you fight in every Zelda game. He's a, just a giant version of those, and you have to use a Gale Boomerang to to launch bomb plants. So it kind of gives you a little bit of like foreshadowing for when you'll get the bombs because you're actually using bombs in that fight with the Gale Boomerang. So. You know, I like I like that web. So we can talk about the tools as we're going by. I like the Gale Boomerang. That was pretty cool. I thought it was a cool addition to the Boomerang. Yeah, instead of just, just boomerang, boomerang. Exactly. You get the win, it carries shit. Yeah. And you use it more in the game. A sure. lot. Of, a big problem with Zelda games is you'll get a few tools early and you never touch them again. And the Boomerang is one of the worst parts of that. Most of the time. Well, like... That and the slingshot. The Boomerang... Oh, yeah, well, like, Fuck the slingshot. Boomerang and slingshot are both, like... They kind of have their purposes, and then Boomerang gets replaced by a hookshot, yeah. and then Slingshot gets replaced by the bonus. Exactly. Was there even Slingshots in this Twilight? I yeah, you remember. got it like right off the beginning. I thought so, and you never and used, you it. used yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. fucked again. Forget about yeah. it. Yeah. He's yeah. not, not even part of a dungeon. No. Because no. yeah. you get the bow yeah. in the second dungeon. Yeah, so, yeah, it is. Together. Forget that. So what did you think of that dungeon and the fights? Or both of you. You guys both played. It's okay. I thought it was a good like intro it. dungeon. I like it. I mean, what I like about this game is that mechanically, mm-hmm. it's really strong. It is. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on in the dungeons. Yep. Gable Ring. So, the next dungeon, Goron Mines, which story-wise was a pretty cool dungeon, I thought. Isn't it funny how they always kind of follow that pattern? It does. Like... It's traditional. <laughs> all the traditions. But they do try to change things up a bit. They do, yeah. This is the first dungeon where I actually started to get pumped, even though I have high praise for the first one. For some reason, this one was really cool to me. So... You already have the iron boots when you're going in. You have the sumo wrestle, which I thought was pretty funny. It was a little it was silly. Was, you don't have to do it a bunch, thankfully. So the iron boots and the bow, which is what you get in this dungeon, are really fun. Fun. I had fun with both those items. So you get the iron boots before. Yeah, you get the bow in the, yeah. in the dungeon. So cutting ropes with the bow was fun. For This is past her up. But the real joy for me was using the iron boots to walk on the magnetized wall jumping off a ledge and putting the boots on midair and then hitting one of those tractor beams and slamming the wall was really cool. See, that was cool. I found it very tedious when I just had to walk along the ceiling Oh, you're a little slow. That, that's true. That was just boring. You, you could have walked was, a little faster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or just make the journey shorter or something right. like that. It was still cool. It was, it was It was engaging at first and then you were just like, you're trekking along really slowly. It's like, this is stupid. Right. Uh, I thought the premise of the dungeon was pretty fun. You're, you're saving their corrupted or infected leader, getting blessings from all the Goron elders in the dungeon to kind of go forward. I thought that was really cool. I thought the dungeon had a really nice sense of scale. Because you start off in this rocky underground, like many Death Mountain Zelda series, but eventually you you come out in this huge open area with like wooden platforms and, and stuff that kept going up higher and higher. There was these gigantic chains with the magnetized stuff that would be swinging around and kind of slowly work your way on the side going up higher and higher. And the boss, Fyrus, who I thought was in a really easy fight, but was still really fun. Yeah. You put on the iron boots, you pull him down, and you hit him. Simple stuff, but it felt epic. It was a really... I found it was a really fun fight. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys think of the second dungeon, aside from what I just said? Like I kind of said, I found the boot part monotonous. Yeah, so I agree with you there. I thought it was cool and fun, but yeah, you were really yeah. slow when you walked. And I found the last boss way too easy. He was yeah, super I, I easy. Wasn't, I wasn't really too thrilled. He looked really cool. That's the thing. He was fun he in the sense awesome. that he was easy. He was fun because he looked cool. And but he was really it was easy. simple. It was the easiest was, boss yeah, in the game. There, was, there wasn't much going on, I found. No, because it, it, uh, it didn't change anything up. So it definitely wasn't the best spot. But I, I thought it was still fun. I mean, it is only the second dungeon. But him being easier in the first is a little weird, but... Yeah. yeah really. Dungeon 3, this game's Water Temple. One I what, love, what, actually. What's with, like, the horrible <clears throat> Water Temple? People hate the Water people Temple. People hate the Water Temple. Because of Ocarina. Because of Ocarina. Getting, getting there. 
Oh, yeah, it was so bad. So, whoa, 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 whoa. one sec, one sec. Yeah. Before we move on a whole lot, how tedious, especially this part, yep. was gathering all the light from the yeah. Bugs. So we'll how awful was that? It was. Uh, in some areas, were worse than others, but yes, that gathering the bugs. And I didn't really. We haven't gotten to gameplay much, but um, Beast Link, Wolf Link. That's okay. I kind. I was okay with oh, it. I didn't like him at first, but I, I started to like him. Mm-hmm. So I liked using the senses to find the bugs, but actually, the bugs was. I don't even it's care boring. about that. It was boring. That was boring in itself, but just the whole like. So, in to get this, you had to fill Lake Hylia up more, and you had to like ride stupid bird up till the. Zora I failed area. so so many. Yeah, times. I that, too, that little bird mini game. Yeah. Annoying. Yeah. Annoying. And you, and you and have to go, you'd, you'd go, go back. to and back up. Yeah, you had to do it once yeah. and do it again to get the actual that, orbs. All that stuff was annoying. Although I, mm-hmm. eventually I did like when everything was filled up and stuff. I had fun going down the rivers and shit. Yeah. But actually getting to the lake bed temple was a pain in the ass. Definitely. I agree. And then I, I got out of rupees. <laughs> and you have to buy the, 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 the water bombs. Yeah, and he asked for like ninety rupees very early in the game. I was like, I don't have. Yeah, you got to explore, man, and find those hidden caves that are just full of. But it's so caves. deep. It's so deep. So it, it takes like like two minutes to go to to get outside of the water. Oh, I meant to the go lan- and find rupees and then oh. go down because there's those lantern caves you could find that are full of chests. Yeah, yeah, but they're you 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 wouldn't find ninety. You would definitely find ninety in one of those little caves. You have to find the cave first, but there's mm-hmm. always like six chests full of fifty rupees and stuff. There's even one. Near Lake Hylia, but I can't remember if you, I don't think you, have, I don't think you get there until after that. But there's one lantern cave south of oh, Kakariko okay. that you can go to and, and you uh, can I get money. Wouldn't... But it's still a pain in the ass. You have to find it. So yeah, there's a few parts in the game where, where I had to grind to get some cash for some things. Mm. Like, uh, getting rocketed to Gerudo. That was a, that, sort of some of that. But the, this temple itself it was the first water temple in Zelda games. I, I actually enjoyed it. I, I, it wasn't, it didn't have the terrible negative connotation. No, it was that just fun. Ones did. It was, what it was manageable. What's, what item did you uh, use? You? Hook, the claw shot. Right, the claw shot, which one of my favorite items. So I like I like the take on the hook shot. Me too. The claw, it looked cool. I liked it. So you have it's very cool aesthetics in this dungeon. I thought the shell look, which was like a design motive that yeah. used throughout thing, was really cool. Entering it was a lot of fun when you actually got past the monotonous stuff. Actually going through this like underwater like aqua dent with all the growing. Like I was just thinking at the time, like man, this was HD. This would look so cool. <laughs> and um, so using the water bomb at the right spot was annoying. I found to get in, but swimming down the dock was really cool. The first part of the area was. I had a, it was just a taste. A huge underwater cave that eventually led in this awesome central room with that turnable bridge where you would have to go into side areas and kind of change the flow yeah. of water. Yeah. And I found that it was a lot of fun just kind of experimenting by, by moving the bridge around and watching. I like water a lot in games and just in real life and stuff. So seeing the water go down the bridge, I thought was really cool. And you're slowly filling up that room. I found it to be a lot more straightforward than I thought it was going to be. It, was, it looks like it'd be confusing as fuck. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, it's just bad. it's just like turn it on and you're good. It's not yeah, like to kind of turn, turn it on, flip times. it around, turn it off and go somewhere else. Like it wasn't, it wasn't as too bad. It wasn't as intricate as I figured it would be. It was, it liked, was, it's only a third dungeon, so it wasn't exactly. that. That, yeah. that bad so I actually really liked that and then so you that's all the puzzle stuff and then you fight the boss I didn't write down his name so I, I um, what is the boss what's what the name the, of the boss geez, I don't remember I just but, did this the other day but what is it it's a giant eel that you fight underwater 
And I thought the fight oh, was really cool. Yeah, so yeah, you have the yeah, first yeah. part of the fight where you have to throw bombs in its mouth, and it comes up, and it's this gigantic... It's very Shadow of the Colossus. Very lucky. You have to yeah. take your boots off, try not to get eaten, use your hook shot to get it up at his neck, and then hit his weak point. Yeah. Really cool fight. I thought it was... A blast. I, oh I, yeah! At first, he looks like the almost like. Is it Morfield? Of, no, that's the the Ocarina one. What's Mor- it? It's Morfield. Is it Morfield? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, at so first, Morfield. at first, it reminds you of the boss in Lord Jabu Jabu's belly because yeah. he's like yeah, more, underground. Yeah. And then, right. Yeah. Yeah. Except for that was a giant jellyfish. In a yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just mean at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what first, you mean. Yeah, that was a. If you look at the picture, because at first it was buried underground. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway. That was a fun fight. It was a good fight. Yeah. Not too hard, but enough that it was still challenging. Like I got spit out a bunch of times. I'm pretty sure I used a fairy for that one. So. See, I liked that the mechanic that you had to use the iron boots and the claw shot yeah. kind of in a good unison. Yeah, you have it was to fun. lower your, yourself. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. So the fourth dungeon is the Arbiter's Ground, the Sand Temple. I didn't like this as much as the previous ones, but I I did still enjoy it. It was a lot bigger than the other dungeons. This is after you have the Master Sword and that when you can turn into beast mode at will. So you now, so like I said here, you now have your new ability to switch to Wolf Link and it will give you sense of the pose you kill to unlock the second area of the dungeon. So you get your first area where you have access to all these rooms and you actually have to find sense. I got lost a few times, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, once you open that up, you come in this room and, and there's like a, a crank I think you can turn and you go out, you get this, you have to spin this room down mm-hmm. and you go lower and lower and eventually you fight, you get, it's a place that's really big I found. So you're introduced to the first enemy. You have to blow up the permanent kill. It was I think it was a, one of the staller or a stall stall stallmaster. Yeah, and uh, once in the second, you have to go in this cool rotating room. Like I said, further down, you obtain the spinner. And I thought the spinner, when used, was a blast. When it wasn't used enough for me, but I liked riding the walls and jumping by. I thought it was one of the more fun Zelda items I've used. Now, but I know you don't agree. I know, I know, because it's not an item you can just be like, the arrow, oh, it's useful yeah. in any kind of situation. It's, I can only use it when there's gear grooves in the wall, in the wall yeah. that I can ride up. So it's just, it seems like a very, very lame tool to give you. I liked it. Where it's just, it's so precise where you need to use it. And it's not like you're going to be walking around and be like, I'm going to try my spinner here. It's yeah. going to be like, oh, I can use my spinner here. There's, it would be nice. There's less discovery and more being told what to do. Right. It would be nice if you could at least That's like true. ride it around and bounce around and not lose yeah. speed. That like, would have been like cool. Like Hyrule Warrior style. Yeah. So that would have been nice. The, the experience of using it, it, it gives you a pretty cool yeah, and result. The way you use it in the boss's dungeon, which is a Star Lord, I wrote down like what I thought was a really like what I was like my impression was like wow what a beast this thing was I thought it was really cool so the Stallard's a gigantic Stallfos with no lower half you start the fight in the sand pit and you have to use the spinner to circle around the boss and avoid his like army of undead so you need to bounce off the walls and hit his spine to knock him down once you knock him down the whole pit disappears except for this gigantic pillar right and the groove wraps around it like a screw and uh, you have to spin around, so he's just a floating head at that point, and you have to spin around this thing, and it's really big, so you're going really fast, but it's like, you're just only slowly going up this pillar, and you bounce between the pillar and the wall around it, and you, that's how you hit him. And I thought that was a really, really fun fight. The scale was really large. Yeah, it's cool, but it has some problems, because if you d- didn't do, like, thing exactly... You if you fuck do. up, you're going down to the bottom again. Yeah, yeah right. That, I, I agree, but I just, and it took me a while, but I, I had a lot of fun with that fight. Something mm-hmm. about just the idea of like just being on this the scale of that dungeon was like just huge it's okay. a very cool looking boss yeah he is I'm cool and he, he's pretty fun to fight so dungeon 5 was a weird one snow peak ruins now i found out i liked the setting of this one a lot and this one actually had a little bit of a story like a side story going on right mm-hmm. yeah. where you had the that two one, that's 
the the best one, I think. You had these oh. two uh, yetis, and you and you kind of befriend one of them, yeah. and you find his wife is sick and, and being corrupted by one of the mirror shards mm. in there, which is really cool. So she's sick at first, and I know Jeff, you've got I haven't got point, this, so you're about to get yet. about to get some knowledge laid on you. So this one's more puzzle oriented than the last few. It's kind of a nice dungeon. Um, I actually got stuck. I had, this is the only dungeon where I had to look online to get an answer for those fucking ice block puzzles. Um, <laughs> and the ice javelin guys were a pain in the ass and they can all die. Uh, the armored lizard mini boss kind of reminded me of the Super Nintendo one with the ball and chain that you had to fight. Like one of the first bosses I think you fought was the guy with the ball when and chain. When you rescue Zelda. Yeah, it's yeah, you fight a guy like him. It's actually a, a lizard, elf, lizard, uh, lizard enemy. Close? Yeah, he was cool. So again, I had fun. For the most part, but I got stuck a few times. Uh, the ball of chain is the item you get. How fun is it? Very fun. It's a little fun. So you, I didn't even see that. So it's just <laughs> when, when, he, when he takes it out. It's a weapon. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has to carry it because it's so big. So he's actually kind of slow with it on. But I've used it in Hyrule Warriors. Well, I don't know how it plays in Hyrule Warriors, but I'm assuming not it, the same. It, no, no, definitely so not. So it's a slow weapon, but it's like you just pick and spin it. While he's spinning it, you can hit enemies with it, and then you can just launch it. And this is how you break the ice enemies. It just crashes into them. And, uh, yeah, it was a really fun item to use. And then when, so it's this big ball, right? It, yeah. It makes you, like, walk heavy, but yeah. then he, he stores it in his back. And it, <laughs> just like, all of a sudden, it's, it's like going nothing. It's like yeah, nothing. See, Zelda magic. See, that is very, very exciting for me, because it's not, like, the spinner's a new weapon, but it's limited. Yeah, this one's Th- not limited. This, exactly. This is a new tool that they added that you can use whenever you want, and I'm sure there's probably, like, rocks you can break with just that, and, you know, secret areas. So. I, don't, I, don't I don't know for sure. But I didn't explore as much. I, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. So, it's pretty th- cool. That, that's a very exciting, promising thing for the game. It, it's definitely a cool weapon. So, the boss you fight is Blizzetta. Mm-hmm. Which is actually Bayonetta. <laughs> no, it's it's the the Yeti lady gets she. You get into this room, room in the center of the snow peak. She, when you go in, she finds that mirror that she's been obsessing about, and it transforms her into this <clears throat> fucking evil demon monster. And you have to fight to free her. And it was a really cool fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't very difficult. It was pretty easy once you got the pattern. But but there was like a terrifying scene where eyes like flip over and her head's like spinning i'm exaggerating a little bit but it's like really creepy and she screams at you and i felt really bad because she's in such pain but you 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 beat her and, and she's saved so yeah that was a really fun fun fight the next dungeon i thought thematically was very cool and it's the temple of time you go to the where you get the master sword right you go a little farther and everything's ruined and stuff you go in you once you open this portal you actually go back in time to when the temple of time was perfect like pristine yeah. even looked a little bit like the one in ocarina the central area obviously in better graphics but so the temple of time is a cool setting like i said it's in a different time period it doesn't say when because you can't leave but when i was when i was playing i was like well, i wonder when this temple exists <laughs> what's going on outside those walls could i potentially see hyrule in the past is this i, I just kept thinking of the shit like that while i was playing it but i thought the puzzles in the dungeon were really fun also the art style in this particular dungeon is it's good because yeah. i uh, my my general memory of this game is that it looks pretty bad um the the, the color palette i don't like but in this particular dun- cool. dungeon i think everything looks a little bit better i, I worked down i had a slightly retro futuristic look to it uh you the dominion rod is the item you get in this game, and I, that's way more useless than the spinner. Yeah, you told me, actually. I hate it. Uh, it was cool in the dungeon. You use it to take statues. You use it to animate statues and use them for puzzles, but not really much in combat. So, I, yeah, I didn't like the Dominion Rod. It was more a plot item than anything, and really underwhelming as a tool that you would get in a dungeon, I, I figured. It serves the plot going forward, but you don't do anything with it. So the boss fight is... I like the mechanics of, of the Dominion Rod. Yeah. I would, too, but you didn't use it much. And outside of the dungeon yeah yeah well just for the statues in the dungeon it was great yeah I but, loved it you know 
it's it's very common for them to give you a, a tool to use heavily in the dungeon and then use sometimes outside of a dungeon. By the sounds of it, the spinner and the dominion rod are very limited outside of the dungeon. The dominion rod is more limited than the spinner, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, Although you use it for a few things. A few yeah. small puzzles and a way to reach like some heart containers and stuff, but it's nothing like. No, but you need it later to get. Uh, I don't know what 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 MacGuffin. Yeah, you, it's a plot item. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Outside, I mean, outside of the dungeon. Yeah, yeah. It's a plot item outside but of the dungeon. But that's still. But you actually use it in the dungeon. You would never be fighting someone and be like, "I'm going to bust up my no, minion." No, no, unless it's plot related, except for the boss, which again is plot because it's the Armagoma, and I thought it was a very cool intro. And there's also some force. This is what I thought was clever about this one. It, there's foreshadowing throughout the entire dungeon. So the dungeon, you're mostly fighting like robots and stuff, or like animated statues, autom- automatons, stuff like that, right? But every once in a while, you see like little patches of spiders around, and there's no reason for there to be spiders for any reason. But then you find at the end, end of the play, end of the, the the temple, is this the boss, and it's and it's the goma, it's a goma yeah. and it's just really cool. It's like, oh shit, that's why there's so many fucking spiders everywhere. <laughs> And you kill, you, what you do is you hit it in the eye, knock it down, and then you take control of one of the giant statues to hit it with your hammer. So mm-hmm. pretty, the boss fight was actually pretty easy, but I thought it had a really cool intro and it was a lot of fun to, to play. And the next, there's three dungeons left. Uh, I like this one a lot, by the way, disclaimer, the Sky City. You don't look like you liked it. Ugh, so getting there is so... Yeah, well, we're just talking about the dungeon. Get, getting there is a pain for most of the places in this game. I don't like heights, even in the games, so this was a little stressful for me. <laughs> really? Even though with Zelda games, you just fall and you're okay. Something about heights, I get anxious when playing games with heights. Mario levels where you're in the sky, I get, I just, I know it dies, because usually in games like platformers, it's a one-hit kill. And I think that's what's conditioned me, and also I don't like heights in general. So, that aside though, I thought the premise was really cool. I kind of like using the cannon to get there thematically I thought it was hilarious because you need to get to the sky you get this that hobo clown to build a gigantic cannon of that well actually you find an old cannon that he fixes up and it shoots you up to the to the cuckoo city so there's those creepy little dungeon items you found the little cuckoos those uka, uka, ukas uka, 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 whatever ukas. It is. that very scary looking oh, the thing nips, it has like literal yeah. breasts it, yeah it's a chicken with a human face yeah, yeah. it's terrifying the ukas, that's creepy. something from your deepest darkest yeah. nightmares well the whole city full of them oh boy so you get there and there's like a dragon <laughs> flying around so you see the boss at the beginning he just flies away I thought it was the same character the whole time the uka, it, uka. it is I thought it was you're helping one. the same one but oh, you go okay, up and okay. there's more there there's more oh, and then you find the the sun what Oh, the, the son of the Uka, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a girl, which I, I would not <laughs> well, have guessed. You should have oh, guessed by the breasts that she's rocking. <laughs> I don't think she has breasts. She either. does have breasts. She's got nipples. No, no look at the thing. <laughs> look it up. So, um, look at it right now. you get the double claw shot, which I loved as an item. A little redundant because, yeah, it's double claw you know, shot, yeah. but it's fun to use. It's so, to use. I liked using it a lot. I thought the dungeon was pretty fun. It was really big, but I didn't get too lost in it. I was pretty good throughout this dungeon. It took me a little while, but I I had fun. But the way it ended was my favorite part. So I, I wrote down that the boss was exhilarating when I was playing it. I, I liked how it started off simple. You're fighting the dragon on top of this huge tower. Uh, and then you're kind of like using the double claw shot to climb up these these giant pillars that are kind of circle everything right mm. and you jump on him use the claw to get on top of him and then you knock his armor off once his armor's off he like flies up and a storm begins and things started to get really exciting for me and these like pea hats kind of grow from the rain 
and they fly above those, those huge towers. So these towers are like 200 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And he flies up there, so you, and he's breathing fire on you while you're climbing. So you're like anxiously climbing up, and then you have to go into the sky on the P-hats and circle around while he's breathing fire on you, and then you jump on his back, and you have to hit him to the ground. Oh, yeah. So I thought thematically, and even gameplay-wise, that was a really fun fight. I mean, I did beat him in one shot. I don't think I died, but... But I, I had a. It took a while, and it was it was fun. I really felt a rush while playing against him. So it's a long battle. It is a long battle, but yeah. it was like one that didn't feel bad to me. It felt just I had fun the entire time. Like some sometimes you'll have a long battle that it feels like this is just boring and monotonous. But something about that fight to me was like, well, I'm really enjoying this. This is great. Mm. So the next dungeon is the Twilight Dungeon. I didn't enjoy this dungeon very much. No, no. I hate the hands. I hate the hands in every Zelda game. Like, the ones that grab you, and this one's even worse. So you're going. In, so at the beginning, you have these two side towers that you have to go through and get these like orbs of light to power up your sword to make the light sword. Mm-hmm. And every t- you have, so you have this orb, right? When you pick it up, the hand follows you, and you have to put it down sometimes to to move switches and activate levers and shit. And he's going not for you. He's going for the fucking orb. So when he grabs the orb, he takes it back to the end of the dungeon. Uh, so you have to go through that whole wing again and get it back. And I, it happened to me so many times, dude. I was so angry that that entire one. And once you get those two done, you power up your light sword. You go into another tower, and uh, it's it's huge. It's long. It's mm-hmm. not. I didn't really enjoy it that much. It's like it feels like a huge climb. You're just going up yeah, the entire time. It's too punishing. It's very punishing. It sounds. If you it, fall, it then you got a bunch of backtracking to do. Quick, quick, funny story. My one of my best friends in, when I was in high school, a long time ago now, two two of us we would we played um, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. And then he was looking for a video game to play, and we like play Ocarina of Time. So he started playing it, and he played it for quite a while, and he made it to like the Forest Temple dungeon when you're an adult. And that hand got him. He told me <laughs> it scared the shit out of him so much he like jumped up out of his seat, turned the sixty four off, and never played it again. Wow. Yeah. A little bit. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> he listens. No. Oh, then whatever. Wuss. Listen to bonus barrel. So, <laughs> um, so the boss of this fight is Zant. Zant. God, I'm never gonna get it right. I thought this fight was kind of cool. So what he does is he takes you to a bunch of different areas. He teleports you to the battle, and you use gameplay elements kind of from each of that time frame. I thought he was gonna take you through the whole game. He doesn't. So. He takes you to where you fight the Diababa, the first boss. You have to use the boomerang. Uh, then you're on the area where you fought the Goron dude in the Goron mines. You have to use the boots again. Then you're in the te- third temple underwater. Uh, I thought this part was pretty cool because I got to use the Zora gear again. The underwater suit I thought looked really cool. Really? Yeah. I thought it looked terrible. Oh, I thought it was great. We'll I back. thought he looked such a goofball. I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of silly. <laughs> so, so I was at that point, I was like, okay, I'm going through the dungeons. I'm cool with this. Then it brings you back to the forest temple, and I had not played for a few weeks. I'm like, fuck am I at? I already went to the forest temple. I didn't know what to do here for a little while. I didn't realize you had to like roll into the pillars. So I was like trying bombs and throwing shit at him and I couldn't hit him. So after that area, you're in Snow Peak's boss area. So he turns into it. So there's a bunch of like little mini fights this entire fight. He keeps doing different things. So you're in the Snow Peak's boss area. So that's engaging. I like that. It is cool. That's fun. Thematically, it was very fun. Yeah. And then lastly, you're in front of Hyrule Castle and you have to fight him in like a duel kind of thing. Lastly is, of course, the last dungeon is Hyrule Castle. The place is huge. Like, would you say it's pretty damn big? Yeah. The first two areas are pretty easy and fun. You, you use the hog again to bash things down, so that was nice. Uh, the chandelier tower yeah. area I thought was a bit tedious, but it felt appropriate, except for hitting the painting with a bomb arrow. I had no idea I was supposed to do that. I kept looking at the painting, seeing the spirits gather there, like, what, what must I do? You have to hit it with a bomb arrow, so that was annoying. Cool thing, your comrades from Telma's bar. That's her name, Telma. Telma, yeah. She yeah, shows yeah. up, and that was pretty cool. They kind of save you. 
And I thought, so this is one thing I thought, I wrote down it was amazing. Maybe it wasn't amazing at the time, but to me it felt amazing when I was playing it. The last few areas you're climbing up the tower, you have to use and reuse tools from the entire game, including the spinner and stuff. So it almost makes you feel like I've kind of gone full circle and I actually got to use all my tools, so that was really nice. Oh, and one of the cool thing was this whole climb, the music slowly starts building up the entire time. You see a few little notes here and then a little more there, and as the higher you get, the more like frenetic it gets and the more instruments are being played. And I, I mean, I was like getting, re I didn't notice at first, and I was like getting really excited. I was like, holy shit, this is really cool. So that was all very cool. And then you fight Ganon. There's like four phases, so it goes on for a long time. First, he, he uh, takes over Zelda. It's a classic fight, knock the energy back at her, gets her to the body. Then he's, um, in his beast form, and you become a beast to fight him. I, I had a little bit of trouble with figuring like out how to hit him. Yeah, but it wasn't too bad, but it was annoying, I found. Actually, the most annoying out of the four fights, I thought the second one was annoying. Phase three, we're on, you're on horseback, and you have to hit him with... Oh, that's so stupid. Yeah, I, was, I didn't like light that one. It's bad. Yeah, light arrows. It's bad. Bad. Yeah. Just boring or easy, or like, what was bad? Not Zelda bad. Bad. Just oh. bad, yeah. It was not very fun. The last four... Last phase four is kind of like, you've gone home. You're going to be okay, more or less. I felt kind of comfortable playing it. I knew I was going to win at this point, so I just took my time and was careful. It's a duel with, with Ganon. He's in his Ganon dwarf form and Sith Swords duel, and you kill him pretty brutally, so that was nice. And yeah, so that was it. That's the last. That's the the main Zelda. Pretty pretty good. Just the dungeons. If you could take, if you look just at the main core of the game with the dungeons and, and all that stuff, which is where you spend most of your time, it was pretty great. And, and the dungeons are good. Like yeah, they I, are I, good. I had I I only played the first like four, but I had a good time with them. But as Seiji kind of mentioned, it's getting to them. Yeah, there it's is a lot of monotony all getting this into crap the dungeons. in between the dungeons. And don't get me wrong, that shouldn't be. Like I sh you shouldn't be saying that. Well, that's not fun gameplay because I'm not in a dungeon. That's not really true. It's no. just the way the way they did it. It was very. There monotonous. is fun points, and and you there's a I, to give it some credit. There's a shit ton you can explore in this game. It's a lot of like hidden caves and and extra stuff. There's a lot of extra gear you can get. There's a lot of collectibles. So the game gives you a lot to do. But but just to get to the story is a chore. Well, what, one thing a lot I'll, of the times. I'll credit them is you get Epona really early on. Yeah, which is great. And you okay, I lost Epona yeah. at some point, and I I lost her for like half the game. You could yeah, find her. a read. You can get her back. Yeah, yeah, but that was pretty far into the game. You eventually yeah. learn her song, don't you? No, there's no instrument. I never had. No, you, you can get a quick call for Epona. Well, it's it's grass on the ground. You have to walk. No, no, later on you get oh, a quick get call for because oh, yeah. I used her quite a bit. I also teleported a lot. I also found going to beast form was a quick way to run too. Yeah, you, you, can run, faster. you can run. So I don't know. I was I was rolling everywhere. Yeah, me too. That is in every Zelda <laughs> game though. It's, it's, make him. I want to. I just want a quick dash for Zelda, for Link. But yeah, you're right. Like a lot of a lot of like just collecting the bugs was annoying. And, so there was definitely the Zora Rapids before there were the Rapids. I guess the cave was a pain in the ass and running in the desert. I also did all oh, the de okay. I hated the desert. Let's talk a little bit about. The art music, because we got to deal damage in a few minutes. So ugly and Zelda. Yes, them all. I was trying to keep in mind the time frame when this was made. Uh, it's a bit rougher on the edges. The general style of the game is darker and a bit more realistic. Well, and that's and that's why I'm kind of forgiving a little bit yeah. on the dark tones they use. So the models are still good. Yeah. I found, uh, though some of the side characters are pretty ugly. But uh, there's no vibrancy or color to any of the characters, which is a big contrast from Skyward Sword, obviously. But yeah. I thought the designs themselves were, were, were fun and unique at some point, at, cer at certain points. I thought that the extra armors were pretty cool, even though you didn't like the water one. But I thought it was cool. The water one, you look so silly. <laughs> I also liked the first Link outfit before he gets yeah, to yeah, the hero. Like the, yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, though. I want to know where 
his green jacket, or I wanted to know what happened to the left side of his jacket because he's like one arm missing. And one... <laughs> uh, but they're all kind of dull in color. I felt I wrote down it's like the game was made for the modern shooting audience, modern shooter audience before the modern shooter audience began. It's, a, it's the first it's broad so Zelda gray. Game. I also hated the. I, thought, I wrote down the Gerudo Desert is very ugly, especially compared to the very nice desert levels in, in recent games like Journey and Dragon Age or whatever. Even F- Final Fantasy Crystal Bearers for the Wii had a great looking desert. This place was terrible. Oh, Gerudo, I can forgive the rest of the game as being a little, like, dull and stuff, but the Gerudo, the Gerudo desert was so gross. Uh, I thought the enemy designs were cool. Uh, the bosses were cool. I, the dungeon designs were more or less okay, but the whole game was so muted. You just, compared to every other Zelda that has a lot of color and light, this one didn't, but the game but was darker. It was it was kind of the tone of the game, because yeah. it's all about Twilight taking over the light, so they kind of yeah. made it look that way, which is appropriate. They so, wanted yeah. to make it black and white, I heard, originally. Really? For the, for the Twilight, not the whole game. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Which, well, uh, but one thing is, you know, we, you can do a really good job with, with styling something to be dark, yeah. but this game is just muted. It's muted. It's, yeah. it's like sepia. You know, yeah, yeah. Those, some of it. Yeah. I mean, it's not that... I mean, I played the Wii version, which... It's pretty much the same as the GameCube, except you can actually play a widescreen and a little bit higher resolution. But Funny story. We didn't really mention this, but we, it was for GameCube and for Wii, and they had to mirror it for yeah. Wii, because obviously Link's right-handed, or they or they, people are right-handed and Link's left-handed, so they had to switch that up. I was following your guide for GameCube, <laughs> and I'm playing it you on the Wii. Yeah, east is west, and west is east. Yeah. It was you really played the funny. GameCube version. No, I played the no, no, the Wii. No, no. Okay. I almost played the GameCube version. That's better. And then realized... Is it? Is it really? No, I don't think so. I wanted to play widescreen. I didn't like the... I don't know. The, I, I don't like swinging uh, yeah. Wii So mode. I was going to say... That I did. I had, I, some agree. Por- I had some port issues, but just about the art real quick before we go to that. Uh, the music was really good in the game. I liked it a lot. It was good. I love the main typical theme. Typical decent Zelda music. I thought it was great. Yeah. The main theme and the Zora Rapids were my two favorites. Anyways, so... Yeah. The Wii control for aiming and stuff, I liked a lot. I liked aiming for the bow. I thought it's better than just using a control stick but the swinging the sword was terrible I would have rather pressed a button I hated just doing wait no one can see me no one can never see me but I'm like wiggling my hand back and forth that's all you do I hated it yeah that sucked but so the differences besides so it's mirrored uh, you and the Wii version has widescreen and motion controls and otherwise they're the exact same yeah I well, like the widescreen the GameCube version I imagine will be better because controls are uh, are very obnoxious in this game. Only th- I only think that the w- waggling is obnoxious. I like and, and the uh, the circular thing to select an item and all that. Did they have that in the GameCube version? I'm pretty no, sure. No, you don't have a cursor. In oh the no, but you still version. open up a circular but, wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true because that can kind of jerk around a little bit. Yeah, and then but everything in game was good. Everything is mirrored, so the Wii version is not canon. So, yeah, so <laughs> that's I, a want, good I wanted to say that's, that's a, a good point. Yeah. It's in the West. It should be in the Wii. Yeah, I wanted to say yeah. that I hated. That's one thing I didn't like because every Zelda Zelda game, the ge- geography is the same, and so flipping around that was that was annoying. I didn't I did not care for that very much, but. I still had, I, but overall I had a good time. So why don't we go on to the damage yeah. segment? Jeff, why don't you tell us about our damage, our weird rating system? So we don't rate games typically. Like it's not a, an ordinary thing. Um, we like to have a fun thing where we, we damage the games. Yeah. So we, you were each responsible for one heart container worth of damage. Yep. Um, and I'm just going to give you a brief summary on those. So if you do no damage at all, you really enjoyed the game, you loved it. Yep. Uh, doesn't mean the game is perfect, but you would 100% recommend it. Damn. So if you do one quarter damage to the game, the game has some flaws, it was still great, fun, and you would most likely recommend it to somebody. 
Half damage is the game is decent to good. Mm-hmm. The right people would have a lot of fun with it. Worth a try. Three quarters damage, the game really isn't very good. It's not terrible. It's bland, boring, been there. Yeah. Now, full damage, this game is just wretched. There's little to no redeeming qualities, and you'd be angry if you received this game as a gift. It's terrible. Yeah, that sounds right. Why don't you go first? This is You prompted Twilight Princess because you had just played it at work three months ago on a fateful day. The precursor to the bonus barrel complained to me that the way treasure chest opened and we decided that we needed to do a <laughs> show. Bonus Barrel was Basically, created. that was how Bonus Barrel began its its first stages. So you need to start this damage section off, Sagey. So I have, and it's still, it's, I have a, an ongoing challenge to play every Zelda game before the new Zelda gets released. I don't, well, now you have a good so I, I kinda, You have lots of time. I kind of stopped because of we get the, the, show the too. delay. But at the time, I, was, I first played Skyward Sword. Yep. And I love a lot of things of Skyward Sword, but I had some problems with Skyward Sword. With the interface, with the controllers, with uh, the way how every, every time you get a special item, it stops and explains to you what it is, and, <laughs> and, and Link is like showing... You don't like the tra- opening treasure chests, do you? H- happening once is fine. I, don't I the love the build-up of... You snap it open, and there you go. I love that. I love it. But you don't... Okay, not, not not for every yeah. Chest. Once is enough. Right? Twilight Princess. We didn't mention this, but Twilight Princess does it where where it'll tell you what the rupee does every time you reset the game. Uh, so if you play yeah, for four so, hour, hours, you won't notice exactly. it. But every time you play for like an hour here and there, you're repeating it. So when when I was playing Skyward Sword, <laughs> I hated that, and I and I kind of hated Skyward Sword for doing that or for, <laughs> for for what I thought was introducing that to, to the Zelda <laughs> game. But no, it came from Tyler Princess. They so even though I was, I, when I was playing Zelda TP, I, I always was thinking, though, so all the stuff that I didn't like about that game started here. <laughs> so I hit it even more, right? And, and it made me wanted to play Skyward Sword. Like, I wish I was playing Skyward Sword. You know, because... It was almost like what Mary Kate well, Skyward Sword. Did <laughs> like, the art style is so much better. In, oh, in Skyward, Skyward Sword is a beautiful game, I think. Anyway. Yeah. No, no, the controls was were, were weird. Uh, there's too much walking and running from here to there, and nothing much happened. And I, I'm pretty sure there are there's stuff that you can do, but I didn't care for it because I was just like, oh, man. there's a lot you can like, do in the game. It's there's lots of side stuff you can do. I was very annoyed when I was uh, when I wasn't in the dungeon. So I don't know. I think objectively, yes, it's a, it's a good game, but 90, 95 Metacritic. If you want to play a Zelda game. Play any of the other ones. It's more enjoyable, I think, if you want to play Warframe Chrome for the Wii. Play the superior superior version, which is Skyward Sky, Sword. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm going to give it three quarters damage. Bam! From Seiji. Yes. Go ahead. Um, so I haven't actually finished the game yet, as we kind of mentioned. You've got you played for I, like I've, 10 hours. I've, so. I've played more than that. Oh, then you're good. Yeah, I'm about 14 hours in. So I'm, I'm not like super far, but probably around halfway. Yeah, it's about to, 30 to yeah. 40 hours, depending. I know a lot of what's next, as I've heard. <laughs> I, I, as I mentioned, I'm comparing this to other 3D Zelda games, because if I can wear this to a 2D Zelda game, it would be, like, full damage. Just think of it as a game. I can't, though, because okay. in, in order to kind of set the bar somewheres, I need to compare it to similar games, and I'm looking at other 3D Zelda games. Ocarina probably being the best 3D Zelda game, that's like, I would look at that as no damage, in a way, for the scale I'm using. And in regards to Twilight Princess, I like what it had, I found some of it fun. I do agree with Seiji, kind of how it looked was a little kind of dark and drab. Part of its charm was that, but they didn't do it as well as they could have. I think at the time it was probably fine. Probably. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but it hasn't aged well. No. no, definitely not. And I really think playing on GameCube may have made the experience better for me because I did not like the controls with the with the Wiimote, and that's why Skyward Sword is scary to me because I'm afraid <laughs> I'm just going to have the same. They're better in the Skyward Sword. Yeah, well, Skyward is good. It's yeah. better more, controls yeah. because it has it, it has a purpose in the Wii Motion right? Plus. Because if you want to if you want to do a, like a vertical slash, you do it. Yeah, and no, this it game is just better. Like, it's just wagon. <laughs> like all early Wii derp, games, derp. Derp. baby. Yeah. Be, be what it is, I'm going to just go half half damage. Half damage. Alright, I love the game. I can separate it from its other Zelda games in the series. It's definitely not the best Zelda game, not the best 3D, not the best 2D. Uh, it's a good... To, it's a great game, I think. Yeah. By itself, it's not a bad game. It's a good game. It has not aged well, like you said. So, there is, there is that. But the story was pretty cool. The dungeons were a lot of fun. The the boss fights were cool, and the intros really well. I had fond memories of it. I, I I really enjoyed it. I think it's a good game. I recommend people play it, especially if you just like Zelda games in general and haven't played it yet. You should play it. So one quarter damage. For me. So that leaves us with two and a half. Two. I mean, no, one and one, and a, one and a half. Our average for yeah, all. Yeah. Our, yeah. So there we go. One and a half. One and a half, and that's our our Twilight Princess. The beginning of the show. About, so for for it. To help create bonus barrel at all should get no damage from us because if it wasn't for Twilight Princess, maybe there would be no bonus barrel. But uh, I, I do want to thank everybody for listening. I think that's it for today's show. I mean, went on longer than we usually do, but Zelda's not a small game, so that's that's bound to happen. So I want to thank you all for listening and supporting us. Get involved on Facebook and Twitter. Did you like this game? Do you like Twilight Princess? Tell Did us. Shooty Zelda games better? Do you agree? Yeah, with me? that's another. Thing. Yeah, I you know that's a good. I'd love to hear people think about that. We have new episodes every Sunday and Thursday. Please rate and subscribe on iTunes if you like the show. It only takes a minute, and we'd really appreciate it. And uh, check out bonusbarrel.com for news, pickups, and more. And this is Rob. And Jeff. And Have a good one.